I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh my God, no! And, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, and and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm going to do like, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to do a shit ton of Vince with the mustache at first because the fans are demanding it. And then (laughs) we can, we can go from there (laughs) because it's just, I mean, we haven't done it. So you got to do it. uh, Somebody put up a side by side picture of him, like from like last year or like the last two years ago. And then compared to now, it's like two totally different people almost. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. I should have that Eric Bischoff music. I'm back and better than ever. What do you think of that mustache, Brian? Do you like that mustache? Ooh, it's very, you know what it is? Yeah. It's very, uh, uh, what What was the villain in, in Rocky and Bullwinkle? Uh, Snidely Whiplash. Yes, there you go. I'm Snidely Whiplash. I'm going to tie a bitch to the tracks. Tie the tracks! Get off the tracks, you bitch! I'm gonna tire the tracks. I'm gonna pair off the shut up about. I was gonna tell you, I was, Vince. I was getting ready to say the same thing. God, I'm starting to think like you now. If somebody uh, accuses you of being a complete creep, you should do your best to look like a complete creep after you come back. That's what I'm doing. I look like I have to stay a thousand feet away from playgrounds. That's what hey, I look like right now. And I, you know, I'd like to point something else out that I don't yeah. think you, that I've really not seen anybody bring up, you know, a whole lot individually besides your mustache, and that's your eyebrows. Yeah. What, what, what's up with the brows? I got the, uh, I don't know what I got, the Hoagie Carmichael package, or when I went in there, they could pick from a bunch of. I'm not sure what I got there. I got looks some like nice a couple of up. lightning bolts. I got the <laughs> five-ish Finkel package. Uh, I decided to go in there. And, just pick a couple. People go in there sometimes with uh, haircuts and great clips or sports clips. They go, hey, I want the Matt Damon or I want the uh, whatever. I want the five-ish Finkel. Give me some bushy eyebrow. <laughs> God damn it. I love it. Yeah, well, I just wanted to say I the eyebrows didn't go unnoticed by me, Vince. So. They're good. Uh, best eyebrows in the business, pal. Yeah, boy, but, the, the, but with, the, with the stash. Oh, oh, oh. I feel like a gay Frenchman, and I'm being redundant. As for you, Belkish, je t'aime, mon ami. J'ai tous les, tous les francs. Je suis, qu'est-ce que c'est, rich. Yeah. J'ai la position gorilla. Yeah. J'ai tous les money. I'm back and better than ever, baby. Yeah. How do you, how do you like how I'm fucking up uh, WWE all of a sudden? Everybody comes over, get them back, uh, Triple H, Triple H in charge of everything. And I say to Triple H, hey, Paul, why don't you go out to the ring and you start this thing? I'll be back here. And I jump right in that fucking seat. Right in that seat. <laughs> I'll be sending Paul home here pretty soon. Half a billion dollars. Spank him on the ass. Get home. Get home with that fucking wife of yours.
Los Fantas, you need to set up some trust funds, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. God damn it. Yeah. Well. Pretty much fucked over Cody, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We got nice job fucking over nice Cody. Job there, Vince. We yeah, were, Cody. We that. The fans all are that, loving that. All that AEW stuff in a rearview mirror. We don't hold any of that against you, Cody. We're just doing business now. Ah, fuck you. One, two, three. Take it. Middle of the ring, WrestleMania. Yeah. Finish this story, my ass. Now, were, were you, in fact, standing at, in Gorilla the whole time during WrestleMania both nights? Yes. yes just I was. confirm or, you know. I had to fly out there and be with Ari Emanuel on uh, ah. CNBC the next day. Except my giant Jerry Lewis-sized check. When you get uh, about $6 billion, they give it to you in the size of a big fucking check. I said, well, we can just transfer the money in your account. I want the check. Give me a big fucking check. Right now. By the way, Jerry Lewis, nice reference. I like uh, the car. I like the current references. Fiverr Finkel, Jerry Lewis. Anybody under 70 still left listening to this? Hello. Anybody? Anybody at all? No? God <laughs> damn it. That's two good ones in 10 minutes. So you're on a roll. Those, those bitches in eyebrows. When I, when, I, when I get those bitches their check, I get them a big fat check. Here you go, bitch. Here's your shut the fuck up money. Go deposit it. Uh, you, ever hear that? you ever hear that story about Austin Idol? Uh, yeah. I think they so, give, yes. Give him a check for one of those $10,000 battle royals. Motherfucker cashed it. Yeah. Good job, you rube. Hey, so, I mean, you see an interview with uh, Ari Emanuel? Uh, uh, no, I didn't, I don't think. Was it Ari Emanuel? Uh, Maybe I did. It was uh, just about six days before Easter. And I was like, no. uh, I'm happy to have a Jew as my boss. Hell yeah. Give me that money. Ari Emanuel's a good dude. All right. Brother's a piece of shit. I donated uh, against people who uh, were uh, very good to Rahm Emanuel. Hated him. Couldn't stand yeah. him. But your boy's getting paid. You know, Vince, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. I, 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 I'm fascinated with this whole facial thing. The, yeah. the, the eyebrows, the, the, the everything. I'm, I'm just, so I've, I've got some more questions. You don't mind me yeah, throwing sure. these at you, right? No, that's fine. A lot of people oh. asking these questions. I got $6 billion in the bank. What the fuck do I care? Ask me anything. Anything. Okay. That's awesome. Because I was going to say, please just refuse anything I, I, I want to, because I say, I feel like some of it's kind of personal. Like, where, where did you have this done? Uh, it was a place in uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, you went West Coast on good. us. Okay. I said, uh, Rocky. I call him Rocky. I said, uh, where should I get my face done? He said, Vince. You got to go to Beverly Hills. The Rock says this. Know your role and get that old-ass face of yours done. So I did. I paid a hell of a lot of money. It looks good, too. You know, Vince, you, now that you mention it, God, I, the eyebrows rock. Yes. Okay, all right, all right. It's it's all making sense now. I shit got it. looks good, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, okay. It looks good. You can't afford this shit. You couldn't have this done. Oh, no. Uh, no, no. I <laughs> know I couldn't. I got to no. figure out a way to get Linda her money and get her the fuck out of here. Here's your money, bitch. Sign here. Get the fuck out. Well, she's already been out for a while. Well, so looks like you're trying to, to 
Looks like you're trying to turn her back on with that uh, new face you got going on now. They said uh, you can either give her two billion and not fuck her, or give her three, and you'd have to. <laughs> Maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> Which one did you do? It might have been the other way around. I took the cheap oh, route. I ain't gonna fuck her. I'm not fucking you. I fucked you for the last time. You're done. I'd rather fuck Bruce Pritchard, and uh, thankfully, he lets me do that twice a week. Oh, hey now, bend over, brother love. Vince is gonna ride. Let's pretend <laughs> it's my basement <laughs> <laughs> in a story that never happened. Thank you. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, get on it, brother love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come. Oh my. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think I'm going to go ahead and blow a lot. Oh, oh, no. Only a two count. Got to kick. Oh, little Vince kicked out right there. Yeah. yeah. That little Vince, boy, he's a, he's a character. Vince is a, Bruce is afraid that uh, they're going to try to get rid of him. I said, don't you worry, boy. You know, too many secret. You know, literally where the whores are buried. I mean, bodies. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much Freudian? coming out here tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep you around, Bruce. You're gonna be kept around. Anytime I want that ass, I can have it. God damn it, Kevin Dunn can go to the house though. Big ass Bucky Beaver teeth. Get the fucking him. shape down. You got a couple million dollars here. You're done with Dunn. Done with that piece of shit. You gotta get him out there. I got to know a really good uh, oral surgeon out there, Beverly Hills. He can grind those motherfuckers down with a lathe. Give oh, those teeth back to normal. Beverly side. Hills on this now, <laughs> have you, Vic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grind them down. <laughs> uh, that's some good shit there. Yeah. Everybody said everything's changed now. Everybody's like, uh, when did you start being back in control? By the time things started fucking up. That's when I started being back in control. Well, I, to be fair, I, I, I think a lot of people kind of deducted that, but I'm just saying. Just want yeah. to throw that out there. That's Vince. great. I told Cody, I said, yeah, we've forgiven all that AEW stuff. It's all in the past. Ha! Not forgiven, bitch. Not <laughs> forgiven. <laughs> All right, I got another question. I got another facial question, Vince. All right. What 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 was Shane's reaction to this? Uh, who gives a shit? He blew up okay. the squad. Uh. <laughs> yeah. God. What what kind of piece of shit asshole would tear their quad like that? Fucking tear his quad in the middle of a ring. God damn it. God, you know what would have been worse if he tore both of his quad? The uh, double quad buster. Uh, yeah, that would have been horrible. It's basically a family tradition at this point. I did it. Paul did it. Shane did it. I've never been prouder. I can't wait to one of Shane's kids, maybe Lachlan or Seamus or whatever the fuck your name is. Irish ass kid. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking goddamn weird ass Irish name and Scottish. Whatever the fuck he's got on those kids. He blows that quad out. He's done. And then Snoopy Dog Dog has to finish the match. Uh, pardon me? Who? Snoopy Dog Dog does the oh, people's elbow. Boom. Yeah. Smoking that ganja. Blow those trees. I know what that shit means now. Back when Godfather uh, I'm did I'm impressed. 
I had no idea what that shit meant when Godfather was doing it. Now I know. I'm on to your shit now, pal. Yeah. <sighs> well, I got a lot of money out there. I got a lot of money to pay off whores. Anybody want to come backstage audition to be a diva? Yeah. I can pay you off in cash immediately after the sexual assault. Uh, we got the lawyer. We have the lawyers move on in and say, hey, ready? Now here, here's a one, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars. Sign this and get out. And thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah. Good shit, pal. So what what does Trish Stratus think about your mustache? Trish Stratus wants to ride it. Uh -huh. I bet she did. It's too thin to ride. You can't ride it like you used to. Oh, oh. Bank Stacy Stacy Cable there one time for old time sake of the holiday in there at the uh You're so WWE. nostalgic. It was good. I had a threesome with a Stacy and Tori. Both look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to fuck a bitch over 30 the rest of my life, though. Long as I live. I'm gonna be doing ID checks, not to see if they're over 18, just to make sure they're not over 30. 32, you lose. Get out! Get out now! Yeah. Ah, uh, confidence. You'll never like the confidence. How does it feel to be around one of life's winners? Oh. God damn it, I'm a winner. It, it, it makes my body shake. Okay, a little bit more for our friend Belkish. Je suis le meilleur promoteur du monde. Impressive. Je suis, je m'appelle Vince McMahon. Je t'aime. I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna stop the whole garbage truck. I'm gonna pay off those guys in cash. Here, take it. Pick up the grass and the garbage. All that shit, you French people. God damn it. That's how I roll. Do anything you, I want you, to. You, are, are you planning a trip there? You just want it off the streets so you can go. Get it out because of here. You, because you, to be honest, to yeah. be honest, you, you do look a little French now. So I do. You I can kind of just blend in with those people. So I feel like surrendering five times a day. I surrender. White flag. Le flag blanc. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the word for flag, but I said it. But if nothing right. else, you can head to Montreal. They'll they'll welcome you there, probably. Je t'aime. Macron. Macron. Viva Macron. It, it feels good. I'm one of life's winners, baby. I'm a guy you can root for. Got a brand new biography. I mean, this asshole has written a biography about me. I can't remember what his name is, but it's uh, available for you right now at Audible. You want to sign up for that at katievic.com? Do it. They need your money. I don't. I'm rich. Thanks, Vince. Everything's easy and possible if you're the billion-dollar man. I said billion. Yeah. We get Ted DiBiase out of his legal problems. Psych! Fuck you, Ted! <laughs> God, you are back. You are uh, solidly better than back. Ever. Back and better than ever, you bastard. Feels good to win. Nobody else could have done this. Nobody else could have ever, ever made this deal happen. It's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. 
The genetic jackhammer. Yeah. It's a little more French for you. Je m'appelle Vince McMahon. J'ai un grand pee-pee. <laughs> I don't know if that's the actual French word for it, but it sounds good to me. <laughs> Le meilleur pee-pee du monde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go back. You know, I'm from North Carolina. I'm gonna buy that state and shut it down. Yeah, I'm gonna let uh, South Carolina use it to dump shit. Yeah, <laughs> then you people will wish you never kicked me out. I'll move back to North Carolina. I'll be governor. I'll be governor of North Carolina. Mm. Everybody in Havelock, whoever treated me bad, I'll kill you all. Anybody who ever made me leave WWE last summer, I'll have you killed. It's going to be like Goodfellas. It's going to be like the the Layla piano sequence at fucking Goodfellas. Dad, you're dead. You're dead. Bye, Frenchie. Bye. Anybody who ever made me leave, I got some bad advice. I got some bad advice from Stephanie. Got some bad advice from Paul, and now they're out. Rich as fuck, but they got to set up some uh, trust funds for those kids. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll move uh, Linda to some uh, cabin somewhere in the middle of Wyoming. Never see that bitch again. Well, I really haven't seen her in a while, anyway. So Let she may be already be there, as far as I know. First, you married to me. Then you work for Donald Trump. That's two traumatic events you ain't coming back from. No. You ain't coming back from that, bitch. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Gave birth to my children, and then you had to work for Donald John Trump. Yeah. Can't wait to be some of his rallies coming up next year. Maybe I'll buy hey. him a couple of real-ass lawyers. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for that. That legal team of his leaves something to be desired. <laughs> yeah yeah jesus mm. I mean, it's bad enough you're over there if you laid down a motorcycle over there on a, a stratford parkway or some shit like that in winston-salem by god you'd get a card sent to you by a better lawyer than donald trump has right now and i ain't even shitting you that's the truth <laughs> you're not you are absolutely telling the truth what about that taco pita guy who the fuck is that guy I swear he was on The Sopranos somewhere. Like, I've seen him. It looks like a real-life Fred Flintstone. Somebody needs to put a rack of ribs over there and knock his ass down. Go down on the rack of ribs. God damn it, your head's huge. We'll take him out to Beverly Hills, get some of the head shaved off. No, you you in the Beverly Hills, man. You're just yeah. all Beverly Hills now, right? I don't, have to, I don't have to hang out at shit places like you do. Oh, yeah, well. I don't have to just hang out in the shit like North Carolina. I don't yeah. have to hang out there. I got to hang out in Beverly Hills and Sanford and Manhattan and cool places. I don't have to do anything shitty the rest of my life. If I wanted to, I could have a toilet slave. Every dump I took ever, forever and ever. That's the, uh, that's an app I'm working on right now. Oh yeah. If you want a toilet slave, you just hit the mm. button and want to be at your house in like five minutes, ready to take your shit. <laughs> Well, how do you yeah. feel about like Triple H bringing back a lot of these people that you fired like right before you um you know left? 
feel like they're going to get fired again. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh. Hey, William Regal. How you feeling, buddy? How's that kid doing? Bye. William. You're. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good shit in the pal. Are we going to be seeing your ass again uh, during all this? Yeah, I guess he's going to the join kiss the my, kiss, yeah. I guess he's joining the Kiss My Ass Club. The world. <laughs> Dumont. Kiss my ass. But you Andrade is going to be minding his P's and Q's a little better. Yes, Tony. Can I get you a beverage, Tony? Hi, Tony. Yeah. I bet his little ass is going to be acting a little bit better over there in AEW land. <laughs> now that you're back, yes. Yes. I'm yes. going to have Tony Khan murdered. And I'm not even going to have it done easily. It's going to be done very painfully, not quickly. They'll never find the body. They'll be looking for some skinny jeans all over fucking Jacksonville. Well, you just came right out and said that, didn't you? When you got this kind of money and you got a dick this big, you don't worry about a whole lot. That is a, that is a yes, a wampa-sized one. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Cody. Feeling good about re-signing? Hey, let's do a thing with your dad. Psych! You're fucked! <laughs> Here's some money. Dance, dog! Dance! <laughs> mm. That's compelling. What we're going to do is, uh, it's going to be like Dusty never won the title. You did. We're going to finish the story. Psych! You're fucked! Ha! <laughs> yeah. See if I can get gold dust, but you're going to see that stardust makeup on him by goddamn SummerSlam. Oh, no. Don't say that. Stardust. Please. And then me backstage whipping him with my dick. Bam. Take some stardust. Bam. Here's my finisher. Bam. Well, you know, according to, uh, to Cody in, in an interview, I saw that stardust was like the low point of his life. Yeah. So you're going to put him back to the low point of his life. For yeah. what reason? Because he goes to AEW? Vince, Vince, Vince. As Homer once said to Bart, when Bart said he'd had the worst day of his life, Homer said, the worst day of your life so far. <laughs> you ain't hit bottom yet, motherfucker. You're going to wish you were back wiping the Young Bucks' ass by the time I'm done with you. Mm. And it's going to be fantastic. That's so You're cruel. Gonna it's going to be the best thing that you've ever seen in your life. So what if you got against the Rhodes family? I, I want to know this. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious now. It's difficult to uh, explain. Uh, I think it's jealousy mixed with uh, anger and ire. And uh, it pissed me off when he got those polka dots over. Yeah, fuck, yeah. The, the polka dots were big, Vince. It was good shit. And I, uh, Joe Terry and Dustin are now grandparents. You, get that. you know that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. I can't wait. No, yeah, I did know. Uh, yeah, I did know that. I saw Dusty uh, Dustin tweeting about it. Yes. Yeah, Dakota had her little baby. I can't. I'm going to do like they've got that Nick Wayne deal over in AEW. I can't wait to sign that kid up for a contract when they're 18. Get him up here and have him jobbing to everybody in town. It's going to be fantastic. So, how old will you be when he's 18, Vince? 155 years old. I'll get six more plastic surgeries. It won't fucking matter. I'll be in the back going, boots to the sky, bitch. <laughs> Do me a job right quick, player. <laughs> Have you thought about your next set of eyebrows? Yeah. 
Yeah, we're gonna pick down. Okay. Yeah, it's just... gonna be sometime around Labor Day. I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be some good shit, pal. Good so shit. I, I commend you on the ones you picked out for this one in some Beverly Hills. Yes. When, when do you want to see uh, CM Punk? You want to see CM Punk back at SummerSlam? You want to see him before then? I can I can do it anytime you want. Oh really? Oh, I, I, shit. No, I can hold out till SummerSlam, get things right. uh, set up if we can do that. You know, I'll talk to Tony. Tony, that contract's not up till twenty four. We'll buy by that contract. And hello, CM Punk, welcome back. Guess who's doing some jobs? CM motherfucking Punk. <laughs> you know, if we would have, uh, if we would have done Austin Theory the way we used to do CM Punk, we would have had him job to Cena, and Cena would have been like, "Toodles, ciao." <laughs> <laughs> that's the way we used to fuck over Phil. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's documented. That's some good shit. All right. I got to move on. I got to dive naked into a bunch of corn Scrooge McDuck style. <laughs> well, be careful with those eyebrows. Don't, don't let them poke anybody. Yeah. Be careful. Living that shit town. You live in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Vinnie Mac out at you. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, thank you. What that French? I, what I like is <clears throat> when a guy is uh, he achieves some success and he's able to be humble about it. You know. Well, you know, if if he hasn't learned anything at all, he has learned how to be humble, right? Right. Uh, any uh, any thoughts on the uh, Endeavor sale, which used to be a company you worked for? <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I mean, it's hard to say. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, it's, I, I, it, if I want to look at something like the, the, the glass half full kind of thing, I'm just glad it wasn't the Saudi thing, the whole Saudi deal. So true. I will, you know, look at the, the silver lining of whatever cloud there might be. I don't, I just don't know enough about them really. I, I mean, I know, you know, the whole, you know, they're cheap. They were, they were fucking cheap when they, when you worked for them. They were, but you know, I don't know. That, um, I, it'll be interesting because you're hearing. I think a lot of people are gonna get laid off because when they took over UFC, that's kind of they were like there were some people who were promised jobs. You've heard Meltzer talk about that. Yeah, like, yeah. People yeah. that had been there a while, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, bye. Yeah, I did done. see. There's a lot of a, a, a slew of layoffs, uh, cuts coming. So I didn't know if that meant like you know behind the scenes people, like the corporate people, or if that meant like talent that's, that's the interesting thing too i think it's mostly going to be behind the scenes but there will be some talent too i think hmm. i think like in in under normal circumstances a guy like bruce would be gone but i don't know how i mean i think vince is going to protect him as much as he can I mean, what is his point what is his purpose there now i mean I, i'm not trying to be trite i'm i'm, I'm, I'm <clears> just would you would you like realistically or, or what the job title is realistically to make he's Vince's security blanket. Basically. I think it's what it is in a Even world. Was, yeah. In a world wasn't there, well, yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of the people that Vince used to cuddle around him are dead or gone, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Pat, yeah. the Pat Patterson's are gone and Jerry, Gerald Briscoe is no longer there. And uh, obviously Russo and Cornette and those guys, he doesn't have anybody around him anymore to, to make him feel okay about the world. And Bruce is there to kind of snuggle him tight, tell him everything's going to be okay. And they can do things the way they used to do them. 
and G boss, everybody, everything you're doing is right. G boss, G boss, you know, it's that kind of shit. G boss, yeah. Which you know, even even a guy, which is weird. You would think. I mean, we've 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 talked about this like so many times, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating this, but a lot of people, as it turns out, don't listen to every single word that comes out of my mouth every time we lay one things down. Yeah, Uh, it's. I mean, the Vince McMahon story essentially is the greatest insecurity complex in the history of insecurity complexes. And then he becomes everything that he hated as he resisted. Um, he was white trash from North Carolina. And then eventually he was lifted up out of it by finding out who his real father is. Um, he becomes very wealthy and very successful and, he makes fun of those people in Stanford, Connecticut, and how hoity-toity they are, and then he completely becomes one of them, right? Hey, well, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all of that shit. All of the things that he's hated and makes Please fun accept of. Please accept me. Um, the Wall Street types. He's like poo-poos them, and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he becomes one of them, you know? <laughs> how about that? He, he, he desperately wants um, the vindication and the acceptance of these upper crust people that he that basically wouldn't they spit on him when he was in a trailer park in Southern Pines. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's essentially what it is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so to an extent, he, he also kind of hates the part of himself that needs that or wants that. Right. Yeah. You would think, and it seems that way. And because he, and he did have a relationship with his dad and eventually he did some things with the company his dad didn't want, but when it all comes back to it, all he he'd give up all the money he has now if he could relive the first twelve or fourteen or fifteen years of his life and have his real father in his life. He can never have that. There's nothing he can ever do to have that, right? Right. So it is. It's the greatest insecurity complex in the history of insecurity complexes, um, and it's played itself out over and over again. But you. I, uh, they, they, they just have this, you know, I saw the thing on CNBC with Ari Emanuel, they were asking them and they, you know, they're bullshitting and they're telling investors this and Ari's very good. <clears throat> He's one of the best out there at laying the bullshit on thick for the investors. So everything's going to be fine. We got it going on. We've got this guy over here. And, and I, I just don't know if they realize that 2023 Vince McMahon is not 1986 Vince McMahon. No, no. <laughs> And I wouldn't look, I wouldn't even shit on the business model because you can't really shit on the business model it, to the extent that they've done money with the, they've done business with the Saudis and had that almost stuck up their ass. But they still before you when you start day one of your new fiscal year at WWE, you've got a certain amount of money on the books. You've probably got a profitable company before you sell T-shirt one or ticket one. Right. Right. Sure. With the deal with Peacock, with the deal with Fox, with the deal with the Saudis, um, you're you're good. And I would I would never say, hey, in in terms of business success, that's they did it, they got it. And my God, this WrestleMania was massive, 161,000 people. I mean, that's the gimmick number. Let's just say, oh, let's just say it was only 140. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, still, that was that was fucking huge to sell at that state. They did very, very well, and it was a big success. And people can shit on the end of night two all that they want to, and and that's fine. I was not terribly happy with it. 
I, I do feel that that wasn't Paul's idea. Paul, in the press conference, as you saw, was eating shit about it and saying, well, you know, I just saw so much payoff from this story. And yeah, I just I don't think that was I just I can't feel like that was Paul's call. Do you? No, no. That, no, that feels like that. Vince all over again, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I, I just I can't imagine it not being a Vince call. We we talked about this like, oh, man, like a couple years before the pandemic, right? Before like 2018, 2017, mm. Vince was really at war with his audience. That yeah. was when that was when they could not get fucking Roman Reigns over to save that, their that was lives. What, that was what was known as the fuck you era. That was, that's right. Yeah. Oh, fuck you era. That's when they could not, they couldn't get Roman over to save their lives. They just couldn't. And they were just, he was doing contrary shit, really. It seemed like uh, of his own ego to try to fuck over the audience. And, and just it was going over like what? As like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it went over like shit. And then I still, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be like Brad Shepard with an I told you so, but I did. I mean, I did pick out the Island Nation thing a couple of years before it happened. Yeah, you did. I did say Samoan, heel faction, Roman. Usos. I had Trinity in there. Obviously, yeah. she's not in there because things. She happen. would be. She would be though at this point if she. Was I think she. You be, know. You know. She would be. She'd be fucking great as a heel too. That's the things, man. She'd be a. She'd be a great addition to that little faction right now. And of course, I didn't know anything about Solo. Solo was in middle school or whatever. I don't know what he was when I was. But I did yeah. predict this. I told him to do it. Uh, I didn't have. Yeah. The idea that hey, they should put they should put Heyman with those guys. Yeah, totally missed out on that one. I didn't go. Uh, I didn't do that. But, but we did. We said. I mean, for years and years, we were like, they got to turn him heel. They got to turn him heel. He's got to be turned heel. And they were like, nope, 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 no. Nope. He's, nope. he's Mister Make a Wish. He's a. Uh, he's a little bit uh, darker. Cena. We gotta. We gotta roll with this. This is what we're gonna do. Yeah. And then he he got sick, and then he came back, and then the pandemic happened, and then he opted out of doing stuff during the pandemic, and they were like, okay. Out of ideas. Let's turn him heel. And now he's huge. Yeah, cl yeah huge. clearly it's flopped, right? <laughs> yeah, clearly it's been. I mean, goddamn, it's the biggest fucking thing ever. And the Bloodline storyline has been magnifique. It's been unbelievable. So I don't know. I, I think it's going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be very different. I don't know what they're going to do as far as the premium live events They've, there's been a lot of talk about like well they're gonna pull those back and make at least the big four pay-per-views and stuff like that they can't really do that right now because of the agreement with, Pe with peacock and i don't know how many more years they've got on that at least a couple more I think. yeah i was going to i was going to ask you that i don't know <clears throat> so they've got a couple more years left with peacock with that stuff on the current model and <clears throat> they may just continue on with that model because we don't know what the economy is going to look like in a couple of years. We don't know if we're right. going to go through a recession this year. We don't know any of those things. Right. Um, but what they've done with UFC has been really profitable. Ah, wasn't it great to see Kid Rock and Donald Trump in the same building at that UFC show over the weekend? God, man, it was Jesus. just fantastic. And let me tell you, the, 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 the pictures I saw of Trump with the people he was like Dana White and whoever else who – and his thumb up and all he he trump looked like he just i mean i'm not making fun of people who had a stroke but i'm just saying he looked like he had had a stroke or something if only. i mean he, the, the facial expressions he had and all he just he you know maybe he was just drunk 
you know, and again, I, and all due respect to people who haven't had strokes. I'm just saying he yeah. didn't look right. Something about him did not look right. Vin, Vin, or uh, Trump didn't look right. Right. Yeah. In those pictures, never, Trump did, yeah. He never drank supposedly. That's right. He doesn't drink. Cause he's you such know, a, he's such a fucking weirdo. He doesn't, he doesn't like dogs. He never has a dog and he doesn't drink. So that tells you right there. He's yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ridiculous. Yeah, well, those I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad picture, but not not that he takes great pictures anyway. I'm just saying no. it. Did just you hear some of my? Off. You heard some of my criticism of Bob Ritchie, Kid Rock on the Brad and Brit cast? Yes, 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 yes. Hanging off, of, hanging off of Bob Seger's balls. Fuck yeah, I, yeah. Because I, I was thinking, you know, don't fuck with with Brit and his Bob Seger's stuff. Yeah, Ritchie, you don't know what you don't know what you're getting into here. There's buddy. a certain there's a certain responsibility. I was like three doors down played. The Trump inaugural, like 2017. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Uh, and they did it. They had a song with Bob Seger on one of their albums. I'm like, you fuckers, you can't oh. do that. Oh, That's like yeah. shaking Sinatra's hand. Ocean's 13. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't fucking do that shit. You have an obligation. That Man. would be that would be the most heartbreaking thing to me. Is like if if Bob Seger came out and like he was this this stupid MAGA right wing guy. I would be I would be just abs- I would be so heartbroken. <sighs> I can't imagine. I mean, he's kind of in the in that era uh, area of Michigan, maybe that is questionable. Yeah, so, but I also feel like he's he's like, you know, he was like down with the UAW workers and shit like that with the guys that built the cars and stuff. So I feel like he would be right. more democratic in that. But Jesus Christ, I know, I know that would that would be a that would be you know, hurtful. Well, you know, we'll look at all the other ones that, that this kind of slapped us around, uh, you know, after like, like fucking Eric Clapton, you know? Oh, that one was Jesus Christ. That I was mean, bad. That horrible, man. Horrific. Horrible. And then you got like, uh, Eric Carmen. Remember Eric oh, Carmen? Yeah. And he kind of came out of, he kind of Travis tritted everybody. He just kind of yeah. came out of nowhere and started spewing his shit. That was people were like, too. Eric Carmen, who the fuck are you? And he had to go through the whole, you know, you remember Dirty Dancing, remember those songs? Yeah. <laughs> I remember a lot of shit. I can easily forget it too, Eric. All by myself? Well, there's a reason I was all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Eric Carmen. Jesus. I did too. That's what I'm saying. All these people were just uh, killing us. It hurts. How can you get so upset over beer? Like, how did the tell me on the doll where the beer touched you? I don't get it, man. I really don't. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I thought they were going to do something on Saturday Night Live with dudes hanging around and the guys drinking a beer. And it's like, hey, no, it's okay. It's just a beer. I'm not. It's not making me gay or anything like that. <laughs> oh, no, how do you man. get? How do you work up yourself into a fucking lather? You know, and and then all of a sudden you have to you have to go buy a twenty pack and shoot it. Yeah, buy it. That's the here's key a, thing. Here's a thought, Bobby Ritchie. How about just like not buying it? Oh, I'm pissed at that. I'm gonna go buy something else. And put it on video for all yeah. my hillbilly f- freaking fans to watch. <laughs> they were like the greatest. Like, yeah, I'm taking that shit out of my writer. I'm gonna get natural light. It's the same company. Shit. God damn it. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't understand i mean i don't i didn't think that the marketing was spot on or whatever but obviously they're they're trying to sell their beer to more than old farts over 50 who like to go you know fishing every weekend and they think that gutting a buck out in 30 degree weather is fun you know 
and let me just say, I don't drink a whole lot now at all. Yeah. But back in the day, I drank. You know, I, I you know, I, I held my own. So, yeah. and all those times when I, it was you know back to twenties and thirties, you know that that era. <laughs> the 20s and 30s yeah back the, in the, the 1920s the, holy shit bro. yeah it feels like it uh <laughs> i can relate uh but i you know i just don't remember ever drinking bud light i mean i'm sure i did at some point you know just because it was a beer and it was there kind of thing but i don't remember going out and buying bud light i couldn't tell that was back before all these ipos and all yeah, that yeah, bullshit. yeah. no it, it, and it's i i can't remember the last time i had one I couldn't tell you the last time I had one. I, I had a I couple of, either. I drank a couple of cold ones uh, for WrestleMania. Right. And uh drank one the other night. Like I was, I was off on Sunday and I was just chilling and on Easter Sunday and I was watching the end of the masters or some baseball and some shit. And I, I had another, but yeah, I'm drinking the low carb stuff anyway. So I'm, I'm pretty much Miller light, Michelob ultra and uh natty light. I'm drinking natural light, which isn't okay, as well, bad as I used to think. I like natural light. People give it shit, but man, I it's love it. It's not. Light. It's a. It's a pretty. It's a respectable beer. Yeah, I used. To, um, you know, I used to call it our grilling out beer. I, that's why I used to call it because it seemed like every time we'd grill out, I'd have natural light. So how do they? How do these fucking assholes get so worked up over like uh, somebody's beer on? I don't. I don't understand that. I just don't understand that at all. I. I, I it's just. I, it makes them feel better. And you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. it's like republicans always get in power like we're gonna really concentrate on the stuff that's important to the american people like uh banning books and drag shows like what what the what how does i mean you got you got people that are like hurting and they're in trailer parks and they can't pay their bills and shit i'm sorry the the drag show i'm we're the build-a-bear thing how how the fuck i don't i don't understand i don't i don't get it man it blows my mind You the can Marjorie never Taylor like, Greens and all those people. Uh, just, we, uh. we always like try to, you know, we always do the stupid shit on the Brad and Brady. Like, I bet they're going to get upset about it. And if they always like exceed any of the stupid shit that we throw out there. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, exceed. my beer, you know. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so your boy Slingblade shows up on uh, Dynamite for about four minutes. Yeah. 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 He's an AW now. He's all elite. Uh, well, allegedly. Uh, well, I, I, that all, I, that kind of goes back to uh, Captain Eyebrows, uh, is what I heard. <laughs> now, what what was the story with that? It was like he didn't want him. Um, I think it was kind of a mutual thing, from what I read. I Who the I fuck is Jay White? There you go. I think that's exactly it. it. And Jay White probably just saw the writing on the wall, or you know, something happened. I just don't think one way or the other, Vince showing up affected him coming there apparently so well he's smart i mean yeah some people just got caught in the timing but if you're going to jump back and forth like that i don't i don't know if i have a tremendous amount of um sympathy for you i mean if your loyalties are this way and then that and everything's fine over here coast is clear and then you're laughing at the suckers across the street (laughs) i i mean i I also like i mean i also i have a lot of different feelings about that obviously because i think that if everything worked out the way it should if tony was running a real business if the young bucks and kenny omega did not have and jericho didn't have too much influence what they could have done and what could have happened was that the wednesday before wrestlemania cm punk shows up on dynamite and then suddenly all of the headlines all the positive energy that's going into wrestlemania people start talking about this other promotion 
And that could have happened. That that could have and should have happened. Right Boy, now, it's that would have been a that would have been a left hook, man. I'm telling you, I, I think right from, now from Tony, there are people in the darkest jungles of the Amazon who have never seen television, let alone wrestling, and they know that right now. If you put MJF against CM Punk, it would be the hottest fucking thing in the history of the world. It would be so big right now. And it would yeah. it would change the game. Oh, oh, for real. It would change what, hey, the fucking it, game. Is it going to change the game like the 2023 WWE draft is going to change the game like, <laughs> like Triple H said it's going to? And you can just tell we're back in the Vince bullshit, right? Oh, God. You can tell, like, well, some tag teams are going to go, and then some tag teams are going to be split up. That shameless fucking promotion for the whole weekend about the, the Raw after WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania, and it, and it was just one of those fucking dud of a firework kind of things, you know? It was he just, brings Lesnar out to, like, back his ass up, and then Lesnar beats the shit out of him. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm not sure where this is going with with all that, but I, I I don't know. Hey, Cody, you know Cody's getting paid. You can say what you want to about Cody; he's getting paid. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I also think I just I, you know I'm, I'm here's the thing I'm worried about, man. I don't want to get off too much of a tangent on this in particular, but just yeah, I, yeah. I don't I, I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I don't I don't want people to get burnt out on Cody and them fuck around and Cody be all cooled off, you know, kind of like Bailey. But don't you feel like that's, don't don't you feel like that's a hundred percent what's going to happen though? That's what I'm saying, man. (laughs) I don't don't think there's any other, I don't see another outcome. I really don't. I mean, and if we're talking about if they're wanting, if they're, if they're legitimately wanting him to win the, 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 have him to be the person to take the title off of Roman or, or win the title in general, whoever takes off Roman, I don't care, but either way, winning the title, when is he going to win it? If it's not now, then when is it going to be summer? Honestly, to be honest with you, even if it's just like SummerSlam, it would be anticlimactic to me. Yeah. I mean, there, I'd have to say that I, I, I completely get that. Isn't now, isn't the rumor that last minute rock goes, Oh yeah, I could be at SummerSlam. And they were like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Hang on. Reigns against Rock at SummerSlam for the title. Hey, Cody, change the plans. Isn't that the rumor? I, you know, honestly, I, I, I missed that one. If that is yeah. the rumor that I missed it. I think that was one of the rumors. So is that why you're saying they turned to uh, Brock and Cody? Is that what, why yeah, that which happened? Seems, they were like, okay, you're jobbing tonight um, on a lot of interference at WrestleMania, and then the next night, Brock's going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> All right, where's Welcome the pay back. window? Where, where's the pay window? Like they yeah. fucking like at WrestleMania, they had him fucking. He was holding his daughter. Like Liberty's right there, taking her little headphones off and hugging her father. And you're like, well, how obviously this guy's going to win? I mean, they got the little toddler there. She's so cute. Well, you She's know, it's the, funny. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. You talk about ringside there. Yeah, she solved yeah. racism. I mean, uh, so she's right there. She probably should have won a Nobel Prize because uh, she's the reason there is no more racism in the world. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I saw was it a tweet? I think it was a tweet that had uh, the video of uh, it was before that, before they were at ringside. It was before the match. It was like 
and like somewhere behind the scenes in the stadium somewhere. And it's like shows Cody picking up his daughter, taking the, his daughter from, uh, from Brandy. And they're walking like toward the camera. Maybe it's when he was possibly heading to the ring for the match. I don't know, but it was like pre-match and somebody put on the tweet. This is the face of someone who just found out they're losing the match tonight. And if you look at Cody's face, you're like, damn, that's that's pretty good read there, fella. Because I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but if you go back and look at it, then you're like, damn, it does look like he's you know agitated. You think he's got job face on? It looks like job face. It does. I mean, that's it funny. just does. <laughs> so who um, knows, man? Who knows if that was the case? It. I think that was another point that like Cornette and Last were making was like. Okay, so Vince is back over here, so that's fucked up. But then Tony's over here, and you're like, they're not even going to capitalize on the idea that now, creatively, they could they could be hotter right now. They could take all of the spotlight away. They could take every bit. If anybody in that fucking company would take their heads out of their asses and go, you know, if CM Punk comes here next week, we we everybody's talking about us, the ratings go up, and this changes the entire narrative but they can't figure it out and they don't want to give CM Punk that much power for being that big a star because it hurts Jericho's little bitty feelings. You know what? And I'll take it a step further. Let's say they did do that. Yeah. I bet you Cody would have won. What do you think? That would, that, that, that's an interesting, that's an interesting exposition. I, yeah, I think you, you, I I think I see your point on that. I think that's right. because the, the the fan backlash on this, and and then if you yeah. say if, if 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 CM Punk comes back, then and all the fans are pissed off. Oh well, guess where they're going? Yeah. And Somebody so. said like the biggest match in AEW history is going to be, um, CM Punk against Cody SummerSlam 2024. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the biggest AEW match in the history of the company. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, you know, weird things have happened, as funny as that is. Well, you, I mean, next summer, summer of 24, you could find yourself in WWE having Cody Rhodes, who's already under contract, CM Punk, and MJF all in the same company. Wow. I mean, think about that. That's pretty That's pretty hot. And I don't even know. Well, I could, shouldn't say that. I, I was going to say I don't even know how Vince could fuck that up, but it's possible. Well, you know, we had that for a, a hot second in AEW, and it kind of imploded. It's weird, right? But it was from <laughs> it was from outside forces. Weird. Outside inside forces. I, I just again, if Tony was really in charge, and they go, "Hey, fuck it, I'm not work. I'm not working with CM Punk." All right, bye. You're <laughs> fired. You're done. <laughs> and, and you're done with for cause because I'm giving you this yeah. insubordination. I'm and telling you what to do, yes. and you're not doing it. And this is what's best for the company. We need this. It's I know it's not your money, and you don't give a shit. This is my money, and this is my company. It's what's best for us is for you to go out there and you to perform with this guy to wrestle this guy. I can't imagine him saying that. I, can you? It's not going to happen. I, Forget it. Know. Forget it. It's uh. It's a bizarre set of circumstances, though. They did announce that Nick Wayne will make his debut this summer after he turns 18. Okay. A couple of people that we saw down in uh, off Irish Potato Road have been making news lately that El, yeah. El Hijo de Vikingo 
Yeah, man, yeah. I'd forgotten his name when they, you know, I, this is how bad I am. He was almost in I, your fucking lap, and you forgot his name. He he destroyed your fucking chair, dude. <laughs> it was all over us, and 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 I'd forgotten his name. And then when they, they were promoting the match against Omega, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not sure if I know this guy. And then they showed him, and then when I showed the picture of him, I'm like, wait a second. And I went back and looked at the card. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, that's him. okay, he's, that's it. He, he deserves all that he's getting right now. All the all the positive, and I hope they treat him right. I hope they put him on the right path. Um, I'm kind of getting the feeling that the Orange Cassidy joke is pulling all the oxygen out of the room right now. I kind of feel the like whole, that's the I, character. I feel, I feel like that spot with him having the title and all that stuff could be uh, better served by someone who needs more time on screen. I, I've heard that from a couple other people, man. Um, and, 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 and honestly, I really hadn't thought about it until you just said that. And I was like, wow, it's third time I've heard it. So maybe I ought to think about that. Um, I don't have anything against the act or whatever. Uh, I think it's just been played way too far. And I think there's way more guys in that company that could use the airtime. They just, they do, it's it's the most bizarre thing over there. Because again, I want to love you. I really do want to love you, AW, but you make it so hard. I know, man. They they do. They do. Like, they seriously do. They'll throw somebody up there that you, and they'll, they'll just try to strap a rocket to them. Like, Hook. Hook is the hottest thing in wrestling. And then you won't see Hook for like six weeks. Yeah. You want you, you it, there's no hook at all. Like, Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia. Oh, man, this guy's huge. Matt, it's like, and you won't fucking see. Daniel Garcia for like two months, right? Yeah. He gets pushed the hottest out of the thing. You guys got to pay attention YouTube. to him. And they push him, they'll put him in the main event, like give him primetime real estate on a two hour show, and then phew, death. Yeah. Um, AW Dark. Cornette said that that Dante Martin shit, that he would have either fired those guys if they didn't tell anybody they were doing that spot. Or if the the agent who approved it would get fired, he would fire him for doing that. So it was a something that was decided while the match was going on. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I, it look, I thought it was honestly. It looked about as safe as you can get for a spot like that. I just I don't like the table stacking shit. I've never yeah. been a fan of that. That just looks way too dangerous. The table itself, I'm you know that that's like that doesn't phase me almost anymore. Uh, but that is a that's but, a gnarly fucking injury. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was terrible. That's like multiple surgeries and a lot of rehab, and then you just hope you're going to be anywhere near the same. Yeah, that's that's too bad, man. Because he was, um, you know, he was one of the young stars for sure. I mean, he, you know, kind of came up with the the one of the pillars, as they say. And it's like I don't think they're, I don't think the the other guys are going to get the 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 lesson out of that. It was just, eh, maybe we don't need to do so much. I don't know if anybody's going to get that. Like it was, that was kind of as much as I appreciate the creativity and all that stuff. I don't, I don't know that that, that particular spot was entirely necessary. Well, risk versus reward, right? Well, I I guess so. And I, and I guess my, the thing about that is, is, um, as much as we see this shit on there all the time and, and I say shit, you know, sometimes it does get a little, yeah same old shit kind of thing but you know sometimes it's a little creative and you're like whoa hey hey that's pretty cool but either way as much as we see it on there on AEW that is i'm kind of surprised we don't see more injuries like that happen right 
Um, they've been pretty fortunate, honestly. And you know, it's but you know, I can sit here and say the same thing about you know, God, I can't believe people survived goddamn ECW going back and looking at uh, in, in early WWF with those chair shots to the head, man. Well, it's not, but now oh, we, I can't, I can't even look. At, oh, well, they're just terrible to watch. Well, we man. know we know more now. I mean, we have more information 27, 28 years later. How did we and, not know that then? How do we not just be human beings and go, you know, cracking somebody over the fucking skull with a yeah. chair, with I a fold up chair, a legit chair, you know, might do some damage to, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think no it was doctor. Just, I think it was partially a macho thing. And also it was like, ah, it rings their bell, but then they shake it off and they're good the next day or whatever. Take a couple oh, aspirin and you're fine. They didn't oh. realize that, you know, it has long-term effects and it can fuck up the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know. Just, ew. that's I, the reason, reason I even say this because I literally just watched this. I don't know how I even came across it, the rabbit hole kind of thing, I guess, a couple of days ago on YouTube. And it was this little uh, uh, collage of videos of, of what I was just saying in both ECW and early WWF, like, or not the early W early WWE and late WWF, I guess chair shots to the head from like mankind. And yeah, um, God, that was tons of people, man. I, I mean, he was the one that stood out, but I mean, it was just, you just look at it and go, Oh my God. Oh, it just makes you want to melt. Um, Mick Foley was a guest on one of the more recent episode of the most recent episode of Colt Cabana's art of wrestling. Oh, is that uh, right? He was live somewhere, and then Colt's upcoming events, he was going to be in Milwaukee throwing out the first pitch at the Brewers game. Mm. Colt did not throw out the first pitch at the Brewers oh. game. Yeah. What happened? Well, they just, you know, they had to cut it for time. Oh. Or maybe they okay. showed up and somebody goes, who the fuck are you again? No. No. <laughs> and then they uh, introduced him as an AEW professional wrestler and put him oh, on the big, the big did they now? Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay. They did, and they gave him a, a, a customized jersey that said Colt with his name and the number forty-five. Get it? No. Uh, huh, huh, huh. And his stupid fucking face was like, I got cut. Uh, Here's another guy that's had his ass wiped by really by Tony Khan and by the by the Jericho Bucks fashion faction. The only time they ever used him was to try to make Punk jealous on that. Oh, yeah. That yeah. It was like two weeks after Punk bails out. Yeah. Him in a fucking match against Moxley they, or somebody. And now he's in witness protection. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find that motherfucker. How did the how did the Brewers find his ass? What where, where were I don't they? Know. I don't know how thinking? that what that tie-in was or what it was. Or I, I have how no idea. I, I have no idea. But again, he fucking I mean I don't even know if you subscribe to the honor club, if you'd be able to find Colt Cabana. Well, wouldn't be surprised if he couldn't. It's like for all these years, all the, all these idiots. And he was able to convince all these idiots. Like, gosh, if we just had a promotion that would think about, and it would be able to push Colt would just be a star. He'd be so big and he ain't done shit. Wrong. He was in, he was in the shittiest faction I've ever had. And he was like, like the fifth, most important guy in that faction. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention that. And then when like they when Jericho needed a, a tool to help stroke him off, he was in the ring for like five minutes and that was it. 
You know, you know, I don't want to keep shitting on him, so I'll, I'll say something a little positive no, about our boy. Well, that's okay. I'm going to get back to shitting on him, but I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, cool. I'm, I want to throw something. You know, I'll call a spade a spade, man. Yeah. When when he was in that little NWA run during the power stuff, you know, the uh, you know the docking right into the fire era. Into the fire! The, oh, just love that first it, season. That first season oh, was good as shit. Just killed he was okay in that. I could, uh, I could almost tolerate him in that. Yeah, he still kind of was like, nah, but he, he wasn't like make me want to vomit kind of deal like he normally is. So, um, I'll give him some credit there, but, <laughs> but that's about it. Any other closing notes on another award-winning episode of Katie Vick is alive, alive. Yeah, man. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, but I just saw it like just, uh, maybe an hour or so before we started recording to, to be honest, uh, that dark side of the ring is coming back for season four and they've announced, uh, three or four of the people they're, uh, pr of the, they're spotlighting during this season. And I think the first, uh, the first one is in may sometime just in time for sweeps. I mean, they could do an entire season on just Vince McMahon. Well, I, that's a two parter at least, <laughs> but, but they're, uh, doing, uh, Marty Janetti. Um, oh, that's gonna be that could be yeah interesting. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, Abdullah the Butcher, mm. uh, Rock and Roll Buck Zumhoff. No, nah, I didn't see him. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, I guess I, I guess they sunny, covered that with Sunny and uh, what's his face? Oh, Sunny uh, and Chris. Um, yeah. Oh, Chris. Yeah. No gimmicks required. Uh, and I think there was somebody else, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of people that you and I have met. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, you didn't get hepatitis from, from Abby. So you got that going <laughs> for you. No, I was, it was funny because when we're, uh, I was at work and talking with uh, another wrestling fan about, um, this, about the dark side of the ring season, I showed him the, the series of pictures with, with, uh, Abby and the, and the famous fork. With me. <laughs> Fucking and fork. he was impressed. Yeah. So God damn, that's working the gimmick. Uh, the name of the book is Ringmaster, Vince McMahon, and the Unmaking of America by Abraham Reisman. It sounds like um, such a fake name. I, I don't know how. I, I can't really give an honest review. The, the stuff that I, because I'm, I always, I listen to books on Audible, and the audio version is not getting great reviews. It's three stars right now. And I think they're just mad because the guy who narrates it mispronounced. He's a liberal. It. Well, yeah, that's what it is. He's a liberal. He mispronounces Vern Gagne's name. He calls him Vern Gagne or something like that. Uh, and, you know, no. stuff like that. He's not the baseball player. He doesn't play baseball. No. And then the other book that I have heard good things about is the Steve Kern book, which does not have an audio version. Skinner. And I'm not sure. It's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, a lot of people are giving that one some, some real props. So do you find it like, so you, you, you'd much rather have an audible book, like listen to a book than read a book, right? mostly yeah mostly okay. I, i'm just i'm like really i listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that and even when i sleep i'll have like um a youtube megasode of like conrad or cornet or something on even while i'm sleeping you're right 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 i've done that i've done that yeah okay. so I, i'm i'm much more of an audio guy but you know from time to time okay. i like to there's sometimes you don't you don't have an audio version of the book and you read the book but yeah i listen to a the audible thing is really good because you get a free credit every well not a free one you have to pay like a subscription but you get one every month 
And mm-hmm. you can like when when all of those books were coming out about Trump, like one right after the other, I was able to kind of stack them up and like every month go, okay, I'll get this one. Put them in queue. Yeah, it was it was good, and you could you could kind of listen to them and stuff, and it was it was very interesting. I got you. Well, the reason I asked that is because it seems like the older I get, when I try to read stuff, I get so sleepy anymore. Yeah, I, right. You know, and and sometimes I get sleepy. You know, like you said, like, but I'm trying to go to sleep. I got, I know I'm going to sleep. You know, when I'm listening to the podcast, when we're talking about that, exactly. But like, just in general, if I just want to hang out and listen to a, you know, a like a podcast, it's not going to put me to sleep. You know, so I, that, I was just thinking that that might be the the answers, the, the audible books. Yeah. It's a good way to go. And again, you can sign up at katievic.com. That's our Amazon store. It's very easy to do that. katievic.com. It's all of your Amazon goodies that you might need because uh, summertime's around the corner. You need a lot of stuff. Uh, Brian can be followed on social media at Bryce Sports. That is Instagram and also on the Twitter machine. Uh, he is on TikTok at Stanley Jackson 23. I myself am on Twitter at Britt Whitmire, B R I T T W H I T M I R E. If you want to listen to some more of our Extremely liberal rantings on the Brad and Brit cast. That's at Brad and Brit, B-R-A-D, A-N-D-B-R-I-T-T. And you can follow our podcast, Katie Vick is Alive Alive, on the Twitter machine, at Katie Vick Alive. And I'm also on Instagram at B-Dub4Reels, B-D-U-B, number four, R-E-E-L-Z. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.